Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beardy Bunch podcast, a podcast where three nerds get together and talk about video games, pop culture, and sometimes topical news. We're not really good at that part, but it's okay. This is episode 12, and I am joined once again by my beautiful co-hosts, Billy Ritz and Joe Chilson. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing fantastically well, Father Man. I'm living for the weekend, but doing pretty good. How about you, Jay Chilly? Wait, are we? Are we recording a podcast? I thought I thought we were planning Andrew's birthday party. Why would you plan it with me? Oh, oh, that's that's a good point. I, oh, 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 now it all makes sense. That's tomorrow, Joe. Oh, damn it! The podcast has been an illusion. I want to know what you're doing for my birthday. Uh, well, we can't tell you. I'm just if there's a big cake and Billy pops out of it, I would be so. I'm happy. just going to give you one hint. I hope you like scorpions. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds that's, great. Bring that it sounds on, Billy. Terrible. I feel bad for them. What's wrong and with scorpions? That doesn't happen too often. <laughs> they just got little. They got little hands <laughs> that they want to give hugs with. I just want to give you a little hug. I'm usually the one trying to cause trouble, but that's too much even for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it taps into one of your primal oh, fears. I mean, my primal fears are spiders, but scorpions are spider adjacent enough to still count. They're not spider adjacent enough. They're kind Look of spider adjacent. <laughs> to me, guy. anything insectile is spider adjacent <laughs> enough for me to not want it in my life. Okay. Oh, Joe. What about <laughs> flies? Not a big fan. I don't like how they like puke on stuff to digest it, like pre-digest it, and then they eat it. I don't like that. That's weird. Don't you do that too? I know I do. No, no, I, I spit on your food. I I do that. It's after. like a south. Ah, oh, it's like a I eat it south first, middle. And then I just kind of regurgitate oh. it. Oh, nice. It's like a southeast midwestern U.S. thing, and then Australia, the nor- the northeastern. Here, I've just got a question: Have either of you baby birded someone or been baby birded? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. I have. I've been baby birded. Joe, would you like me to baby bird you when I come see you? I don't. Under what conditions would somebody like legitimately need to be, or under what conditions have you been in the past? Like what? What situation That's were you important. in? I'm asking if you want me. To I'm do trying it to too. change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend at the time, she'd had a couple of drinks, and we were driving home. And she wanted some McDonald's. And I was like, I'll get a six pack of nuggies just for the road, right? So I was eating a nuggie. And then she's like, oh, I might have one. And then she started, she noshed on it. She bit like bit it in half, started, and she was like, oh, oh. and then she's like, oh no, I'm gluten intolerant. Uh, and I was like, well, why did you eat it? But this is this is the best part. Her husband and her husband's boyfriend were in husband's girlfriend were in the back seat. So she wanted to like do something gross to weed him out. So she baby birded me as we were driving along. And it was wild. I had to be gross to get it out of my system at the start of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it was about time for someone other than me to to tell the stories that people would be like, oh, to. Usually I'm just talking about things that can't ejaculate, ejaculating. That's usually my go-to, but um, yeah, I thought I'd get real. Standard fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get, I want to get personally weird. How's that make you feel, Joe? I'm, 
I'm concerned and confused. <laughs> and there's a whole there's a whole spectrum of emotions going through me right now. It's kind of like a tidal wave. Let's talk about it. <laughs> tell, tell us tell us about what you're feeling. Give us like the most dominant emotion you've disturbed. Got right now. Okay. Okay. How about second most dominant? concerned? Okay, so let's take those two and let's analyze them. All right. Uh, you're feeling concerned but yes. disturbed. Now let's let's look into the reason behind that. Why why would you be feeling that way? Is I... it a confused arousal? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, disturbingly so wait, is, aroused while confused. Is the baby aroused. birding? Is that like a? Is that like normal? Like for couples? No, never... it's not okay, normal. Okay, okay. Oh damn it, Billy! I was really look, hoping you'd pick no, me back up. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I I couldn't I couldn't let Joe think that that was a normal thing. I'm not that. like Joe. I'm I like to be a beacon of truth. I'm over here like, man, have I been I've been doing it wrong. I'm 30 years old and I've been doing it wrong this whole time. I that is the one and only time I've been baby birded. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Now I'm less concerned. I thought this yeah. was like a normal thing in your household back then. No, no, not a normal thing in my household. No. I will say it was a very weird experience, not just because you're having half-chewed food put in your mouth like you're a baby bird. But I don't know if you've, like, been making out with someone and, like, people's mouths have a taste, right? Like, each individual's mouth has, like, a kind of taste. It tasted like a chicken nugget and my girlfriend. Like, it tasted like the two things combined into one flavour. It was weird. It was like I was eating my girlfriend. Like, that's what it tasted like. Because, like, when it was... I was like... I can't describe it any other way. I was like, this is weird. I really hope, I really hope that there's somebody out there that this is the first episode of the Beardy Bunch podcast that oh, they're listening no. to. And their first experience is, is this conversation about how <laughs> how Billy's experience with being bur- baby birded, a chicken nugget, tasted just like the combined flavor of a chicken nugget and his girlfriend, and it made yeah. him feel like a cannibal. Yeah. Everybody at the at the get together, the birthday party that I was at tonight, who I advertised this podcast oh, no. to, well, well, welcome in. We got a couple of weeks. We yeah, yeah, we're safe. I'm, I'm sure we've talked about other terrible stuff before in the episode, the upcoming episodes. That uh... oh yeah, you guys invite my mom onto oh, the podcast. I can't yeah, wait for that episode so. to come out. My mom, my mom and I were talking today, and she was like, "I've been loving the last few episodes. You guys are so funny together." And I'm like, "Oh boy, just, <laughs> just wait." Hopefully, by the time episode. this episode hits, we have an answer. Yeah, yeah. Before she hears this one, we'll see what happens. It would not surprise me if she said yes faster than I could tell her reasons. Well, not I'd yet. love for your mom to come on here and call me a degenerate. I think she likes you. That's like the thing. I think she likes the cut of your gym. She'll. She'll just be like, my son's the weird one. You two seem like stand-up young men. If if she doesn't agree to come on, I at least want you to, like, try and find out your mom's thoughts on the two of us. Yeah. I'll do, like, a vlog-style interview, and we can, like, we could rip the audio from that and add it in as, like, a segment. The best-case scenario is we get her on the show. Worst-case scenario is we just, we get clips of what she thinks of the two of us. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to hear that. 
Is it just my mom that's going to be invited? Can we invite either of your guardians and parents? I mean, I'm sure I'm going to invite more people. Even, even grandmothers? My grandmother yeah. never come I, on here. I want to meet your grandma so bad. I, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to meet Joe's grandma. I was going to say, even if it's just like a wave on a quick video, I want to meet We're your not dad. allowed to photo. You would think she's a vampire. We're not allowed to photograph her. That's when wild. when the the unfortunate day comes that she passes away at the at the the viewing where people usually have like poster boards or like pictures of like cool things we're gonna have like stick figure drawings of things that we we did <laughs> in the past because it's stuff you did on yeah Cardic yeah phone. it's it's yeah. like the cardinal sin to photograph her. What if we? How about just like an audio conversation, like uh, a phone? Mm, that's not bad. I also um yeah. just had a terrible thought. And that was, upon the event of your lovely grandma's death, you could weekend at Bernie's her a little bit and take some photos of her in different places, and they become the photos <laughs> at the funeral. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get on a Discord call with the two of you, and you can give me suggestions. Yeah, here's grandma on a jet ski, her favorite thing to do. You gotta do the, I don't remember the name of the dance, but it's the one where all the girls are doing this, and they kick their Oh, the can-can! Yes, thank you, the can-can. You gotta do a can-can with your nan-nan. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Oh, boy. Right as you took a sip. <laughs> That's great. Sorry, Joe. Uh, but my parents have an open invitation to come on this podcast whenever they'd like. I want to meet Mom and Pop Rids. Me too. I really do. Mr. and Mrs. Marbles. Yeah, I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that'd be very, uh, very entertaining on the podcast. I'd have a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can ask them some of these questions if if you're really desperate to know them. <laughs> I mean, most of the questions stem back to give us some some really embarrassing childhood memories of either one of whenever I talk if, if this happens and I ever get to talk to either one of your parents, uh, I'm be like, I want all the dirt. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Before my mom has a chance to out me, I can guarantee you when you ask that question, she's going to bring up the fact that when I was a toddler, I was obsessed with my sister's Barbie dolls. I think being a mime is more embarrassing than that. Yeah? Okay, good. <laughs> well, that's out there already. Hmm. Yeah, that is out there. And, like, very little feedback regarding the mime thing, yeah. by the way. I, I think because yeah. everyone blocked it out. Like, they're all like, we can't think about that. Pretty, I put up that... <laughs> you put up the... <laughs> That's mind powers, man. I'm still mind blown by the fact that you're a mime. Yeah, yeah, mind mind blown. blown. I still can't believe it. I didn't know there were actual people that were mimes. I always thought that was like, (laughs) yeah, dude. I think they made up for like the movies. (laughs) Keep in mind, (laughs) it just didn't seem real. I'm, I've never met anyone that's done mime before either. Not like in a mime competition. That's the best part. That you got silver in a mime competition. Like that's a thing people do. Oh. Listen guys, I was built different, okay? Yeah, I remember that championship game. 
Yeah, I remember that too. I came silver in a mime competition. <laughs> I always, I know we always joke about like doing Beardy Bunch like vlog episodes at some oh. point, like in the far future when we're able to do that. But I want, if we ever do like a Beardy Bunch vlog, I want one to be Andrew trying to teach the two of us how to mime. Oh, it's, it's not that hard. How hard can you it be? You just gotta like, yeah, you like grab the rope and you move yourself with it. Oh. Oh, yeah! There, there go. we go. We got it. We go. got it. It's easy. That's how mine That's goes. Got. That's all you got to do. Peel a banana, Joe. Do I'm it right ready now. to win bronze at a mime competition. Ah, oh, this this no. There you go. You're a mime. <laughs> You're fucking natural. I've never met. I've never seen someone peel a weirdly awkward banana from holding it near the very top <laughs> and like just Olympic peel, torch just, style. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 you gotta feel the weight of the banana in your hand, Joe. It's all about weight. Giving giving the object weight. Weight. It's called object work in acting. Because I'm a actor. Well, I was. Uh, Just like I yeah, was a exactly. Um. Yeah. What a crackerjack start to this episode, Joe. <laughs> do you have a quote that can accurately sum up what we're talking about? On today's episode. Oh. Or at least help us recover from the intro. Oh, but yeah. let me tell you, because this week, this week we're talking about some really shocking shopping experiences. Mm. And I have a quote to really, to really summarize how, the, how, however this, and I don't, I have no idea who this person is that I'm quoting, but I found it on, on the Google and the quote goes, whoever said that money can't buy happiness simply didn't know where to go shopping. And that was Bo Derek. I don't know if either of you know who Bo Derek is, but that's that's a quote. I've heard of Bo Derek before. The the name sounds familiar, but I have no idea who it is. She's a uh, she's an actress, isn't she? She's in. Um... No, you're thinking of Tilda. Swinton. No, I'm definitely not thinking of Tilda. I know everything <laughs> Tilda's ever said. Ah, it is an actress. Yeah, I know myself. I know some Derricks in my life. That's a great quote, Joe. Yeah, I felt like it was really fitting. Yeah, especially when it comes to buying things that you regret. And talking about buying things that you're going to regret, allow me to bring up the Valve Stream Deck, which was announced today when we're recording this podcast, or maybe yesterday. Um, and it it is the Valve Switch Killer, which, much like everything else Valve has released since Steam, uh Let's be completely honest. The only thing it's going to kill is Valve stock prices when it releases. What do you guys think of the Steam Deck? Not like the newly announced revised Stream Deck, which also was announced yesterday. Um, but the Steam Deck. I think for someone who you know may may not have a good computer and just wants to play computer games with the bros. It's probably not the worst option out there. I will say that the low price point that they put out, I think it was like 329 or 399 or something. That's only for 64 gigabytes, which won't fit some of the bigger games. So like to get the 256 is like $500. So that's a bit more of an investment. At that point, you could buy a smaller computer. But I think it's a good, easy access for someone who's not necessarily interested in computer gaming, but wants to play with their friends who are computer gamers. Also, I have a bit of a sour, not sour, a bit of beef already with it. Mostly on the Sony end of things, because you know how Sony ported um, 
Horizon Zero Dawn and a few other originally Sony exclusives over mm-hmm. to Steam. That's more exclusives for Sony that were on main platforms than ever went to the PS Vita. So this Stream Deck thing or Steam Deck has more support from Sony than Sony's own product did for its main parties. Yeah, that's fair. That just shows that Sony doesn't love you. So Sony hates me. Sony, Sony, listen, I love you too, too much to give up on us. Give up on this and us and things. Please, please love me back. Joe, how do you feel? Well, I didn't know what this thing was until about five minutes ago. Uh, so I, I feel like I don't have as formulated an opinion. But I think it's a lot to ask for someone to buy another. And that's the reason we don't have like every company making game consoles. is Because it's a lot to ask for consumers to buy another game console. And there's already so many consoles on the market. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that Valve have a really shitty history with hardware there's so many examples of valve saying we're going to release a controller or we're going to release the the steam the steam box and then what's that the steam the steam link link yeah yeah i i actually have the controller and the link because i got them for free by buying that game icy yeah i have a link that i bought for ten dollars ten australian dollars that's like seven bucks american that's how bad the Steam Link is, is that I bought a console for $10. They were just trying to move stock because they had too many of them. They've got such a shitty history. Steel. Such a great platform. I just don't get why they're trying to change it too much. They're no, never going to attract the numbers that Xbox and PlayStation do in terms of getting people to buy stuff because the people that are interested in PC games are going to buy a PC. They're not going to buy yeah. some like relatively crappy tier computer just to play PC game. But that's my take. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It's so a, it looks like a, it just looks like a a bootleg Nintendo switch Hmm. and B the buttons are in really weird places. Agreed. If, If you look at it, the, the right joystick is directly next to your, your buttons or your left joystick is directly next to your analog control. Yep. It's really weird. It looks really uncomfortable. I think it's mostly designed to be plugged into the dock, though, because it's going to have its own dock set up as well. So I could see it as you buy this, plug it into a dock, and then you just use an external control, like a Xbox controller or whatever, and plug that into it. That would be a huge, for me, that would be a huge take, because one of the big things when the Switch came out, I don't do the handheld mode too much anymore, but the idea of being able to have that option to play it on the go is one of the main things that really attracted me to the Switch. And looking at this, it just it doesn't look like it's comfortable to play on the go. Yeah, I agree with that. It looks clunky. And also, they, they're doing that thing again, like they did with the Steam controller, where there's not like a... Well, there is a D-pad, but like there's those two little zones on either side that look like they're more touch-sensitive, yeah. like the D-pad on the Steam controller was. And that thing was awful. It's like it's, they've given the the Steam Deck some nipples for you to play with, and that's basically what they are. You just just pressing the androgynous zones of the Steam Deck. Yeah, it's just it's just going to be bad. It also looks to me like the joysticks are too far into the controller. Like there's too much meat on the side of the controller. Yeah. Like when you have your controller, the joysticks like right here, uh, like right on the 
the edge yeah. so that your thumb <laughs> rests comfortably on it. There's just like too much meat on the side where it feels like you're really gonna have to reach with your thumb to reach those yeah. joysticks. It kind of reminds me of the Wii U gamepad a little bit. Yeah, it's got a bit of a it's got that vibe to it. Yeah, like it's not like really the best optimized. It, like it'll work, but you know your hand might cramp after a few hours. Even the Wii U gamepad, I'm looking at that right now too, and like the 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 joysticks are really close to the edge, so you just hold it like really yeah. comfortably, and your thumbs just rest right on them. These joysticks are really far toward the center of the console, where you're gonna have to really reach to get your fingers on them. Yeah, no thanks. Very weird. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. A bold choice by Gabe and the gang. And you know what? If it works out for them, props to them. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like good, good for them. They 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 made a a bold choice and it works yeah, somehow. Right point. I think the smarter the smarter choice for them would have been to like team up with an existing developer, like team up with Nintendo and like make a contract with Nintendo to put out like a Steam application on the Switch, and then you can bring in more revenue selling like Steam games on the Switch. Because it's already it's existing hardware. Millions of people have it already. You don't. You're not expecting people to go out and buy it. I don't know. Yeah. In my opinion, that would just be smarter on their part. I agree. I can't see a partnership like that working, but I I totally get what you mean. Maybe maybe more inclined like to make. I honestly am shocked. There's not already Steam implementation on an Xbox. Yeah. Like I understand that they are separate consoles and entities, but like. It is a 90% shared library. I, I believe that the issue with that is Xbox wants too much money yeah. to put the games on there. And it looks like there's some hardware limitations as well. Like if you look at the Steam Deck, it's got lots of different buttons all over it, which I think are designed to bring and transform those games that have controller support onto there. So there's probably some sort of issue around that as well. But Talking about poor financial decisions, what have you lads ever bought online that you've truly regretted? Last week, I told you guys about the tiny N7 yes, hoodie. that's one of my favorite the, the It's. I wish I still had it, honestly. <laughs> After I told you that story, I, I kind of dug around for it, and I was like, no, nah, I threw this away. I'm trying to think of a few other... I have done a few other like pretty poor online purchases yeah none that really stood out as much as those two yeah i i've been sort of lucky in that everything i've bought online for the most part has come through exactly as i've sort of wanted it to i've never had a horrific purchasing experience where it's done that thing where you where you buy it like a picture of the product as opposed to the product on wish i've seen that happen a couple of times where you don't read the description and people have been like, I purchased this and it's a photo of a pair of shoes I wanted to buy. It's just great. I, I have I have one um, from, and this will be a trip, a trip down memory lane. Because this was a very early online shopping purchase. I was very young. I think I was in like middle school. It was when Yu-Gi-Oh! was really popular. Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime was really popular. Everyone was playing it. And it was when the anime got to the part where... They started bringing the Egyptian god cards into the anime, and everybody wanted the cards. And I found them online for like really cheap, and they were like the original Japanese cards. And I was like, oh! So I had I had my Graham order them for me online, and they show up in the mail. They get here, and it's a little envelope. But I was like, oh, it's just cards, whatever. But I take it out, and they're real flimsy. 
They're not like actual cards. They're stickers of the cards. Oh, no. (laughs) They were real flimsy. They were like paper thin. That's the worst. (laughs) But then I didn't. This this was like early days of online shopping. And my grandma's always been super leery about online shopping. So I didn't want to tell her. So I was just like, well, I'm going to put these in my binder. (laughs) So to this day, I'm pretty sure that those cards are somewhere, wherever my binder with with my old Yu-Gi-Oh cards is, I'm pretty sure those cards are still in there. Those stickers of the cards. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Joe. I, I did think of one thing I bought that didn't pan out. I once bought, I was buying a whole bunch of, minis for my D campaign and i saw these really cool armored skeleton minis and i looked at the description they didn't come in a pack they they came bagged and i was like okay it won't be that bad so i purchased them and i <laughs> and when i got them i just got this bag and not only were they not on a sprue they were just all individual pieces like the chest was one piece the top like I guess you'd call it like the, like the arm from like your your shoulder to your elbow was a single part. Then from the elbow down, then the hand was separate with weapons. So to to this day, I got them like three years ago. I reckon there's just a bag of all these skeleton parts, which I can't figure out how to put together because this each individual part is meant to go with each individual chest, and it doesn't make any sense. So I think some guy just cut up a whole bunch of plastic bits, dumped them in a bag, and sold them to me for the low, low price of twelve dollars. But fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. What a what an asshole. I hope he's out there. I hope he's listening. I hope he is too. If you're listening, guy, come on the podcast. I want you to know. Yeah, come on the podcast so we can tell you to fuck off. I actually thought of another a really funny one that happened via Amazon. So it was during like a flash sale. I needed a new keyboard. I ordered this white keyboard. The brand is Re, R-I-I. Uh, it's like a really cheap keyboard brand, but I actually like how they feel. Um, so I ordered this keyboard and it was like, it'll be there in two days. Cool. Two days come by. I get a package at my door and it is really small. Uh, <laughs> and I went, Okay. And it's got my name on the label, like the the labels on it. It, you know, it's from Amazon. I go and I open it up, and a can a, a bag of sour nerd gummies falls out with a with a thank you note attached to it that says, "Christine, happy birthday, love you so much." <laughs> and I was like, "This is not a keyboard." <laughs> and then when I opened up like a ticket with them and got on on call with customer service they were like the one we shipped out to you uh was the last one so we can't ship you another one so we'll refund it to you and i was like what happened to the one you shipped and the lady was like chances are high that the person who was supposed to get your candy got the keyboard (laughs) happy birthday christine (laughs) yeah yeah, happy birthday christine you got a free keyboard (laughs) and for the record for anyone wondering the candy was not very good that's that sucks because i definitely ate it oh yeah they also asked me to return the candy and i was like do i have to i don't want to bag this candy back up just to ship it back like and they were like they're like no you don't have to. <laughs> good i don't i don't want to go down to the ups store just to ship a bag of candy <laughs> back to you people i'd like to return this candy please ups store you should have returned the empty package you should have eaten the candy and then shipped back the empty package and be like, I don't, I don't know what happened to it in shipment. Somebody at UPS must have eaten it. 
They must have gotten hungry. <laughs> oh, that would have been a great plan. So you you get a box. You you get a you cut open the sour candy. You dump it out. You put the empty bag in there. You tape up the box. Then you run a knife along it and open it up again. Seal it. Then put more tape around the outside so it looks like it's been opened by UPS. And then they've taped over the tape. It's the perfect crime. The perfect crime. Uh, Fed's listening to this. This is all hypothetical. <laughs> Maybe. It's a victimless crime. I feel like they're not concerned <laughs> about a single package of no, candy. Not at all. <laughs> Our FBI agents assigned to us to make sure that we're not going to the wrong places on the internet. They've um, already, or touching our willies to the wrong things. They've already things. given up, they, they they up on me. They've checked out. <laughs> Mine is yeah, I up. have two on me now because of you, yeah. Joe. Yours gave up and just came and sat next to mine. Too much He's Gollum like, Rule 34 for you, Joe. It's okay. It's okay, <laughs> Agent 4427. It's okay. I know. I know. 4427's laughing at the fact that I'm a mine. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of UPS, Joe, I shipped your uh, your graphics card to you today, so that should be there in Hell a yeah, few I'm days. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited, too. And, uh, when it gets there, just, you know video I call me baby and we'll I get it no installed <laughs> it's not hard you chances are high you'll need a pair of scissors because it's likely that the pcie which is the name of the port uh is zip tied to the rest of whatever's left from the mm-hmm. power supply unit so you'll just have to cut that zip tie and then wire it through but i'll walk you through that later easy peasy lemon squeezy yeah it's been a been an exciting time seeing joe dive into the world of pc gaming can't wait to see what he and where he ends up we after you get that new graphics card installed we should have another anime hell or whatever it was uh oh, yes. waifu hell <laughs> gameplay because i bet it'll be less stuttery when you've got a new I, graphics card i didn't card. notice it being stuttery i think it's also just shit yeah, yeah. well yeah i, I mean, mean it seemed pretty smooth i don't know i've done a i've done a full playthrough of uh anime standing <laughs> since we last <laughs> talked I, uh, would you care to give us your full <laughs> I unlocked review? all the pictures well it was um no i don't have i don't have how would you rate the pictures <laughs> on like a scale of one out of ten were they good were they worth it it's like on a scale of one to like a hand on a half chub. a hand on a half chub Ooh. yeah not like a full 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 chub but that's, that's a big, that's like that's, an 11 that's, big. <laughs> that's an 11 that's like a that's like a four to, oh, me. to me that's an 11 <laughs> Like if a what if like a zero is like it does nothing for you, and a ten is like you've just blown <laughs> your load over over a, an anime girl on your computer screen, we'll call it like a three. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. And on a half chub. And on a half chub. Uh that's a blurp now. Um, and I've played it very many times. It, I know. Channels won't let me play it. Yeah, I can't play it on Joe's channel. It says it's not rated. I can't play it on Steve's, and Steve wants me to play it on his, but it's not rated yet. We need it to be rated. How do we submit it for rated? I don't know. Like, I've because the the have you checked your butthole one that I uploaded got rated immediately, and it's in the PG thirteen section now, which is hilarious to me. Well, I mean, it's an important message for teens of all ages. Make sure you check your butthole. Yeah, yeah it's very educational. Yeah. If you can't find something, just have you checked your butthole? Uh, I meant more for like, you know, tumors and things. But yeah, if you've sat yeah, on yeah, an M&M and you can't find it, just check your butthole. Yeah, if, it, if it sounds uh, like that, I think I'd be concerned. 
What do you mean? It depends on how. Yeah, like what are you what are you talking about? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but mine doesn't sound like that. No, it doesn't. I think you need to get checked out, Joe. Uh, it should be uh, making that noise yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, that's like the oh. normal noise. Uh oh. <laughs> Why do you think that was the sound that came to my mind yeah, first? Both of us did it because <laughs> we're so Ruh-ruh-ruh-ruh-ruh. used to it. <laughs> we've really, we've really gone some places this week. Oh god, what are we doing? We've really gone some places every week. What are we doing? I've I've never been more open with a group of people than before I did this like than than this podcast. And it's the whole internet gets to hear about like my weird The shit. whole internet. That's a bold Everyone, bold assertion. Well, the ability for yes, the entire yes, internet the, is the there. availability. That is, is more there. what I meant. The one guy in Japan who keeps downloading our episodes is doing it because of the weird I, I'm shit. glad. I, I can't wait for for our Japanese listener to introduce the concept of baby birding to their friend group. Send us a video at beardybunchpod at gmail.com. <laughs> that's, that's, send that, I'm sending that out to everybody. Title it, title yeah. it baby birding. Not, for just, yeah. not just our, our Japanese listener. I'm sending it yeah. out to everyone. If you want to send us a video of you baby birding it to anybody. I would love it. Send it to us. As the one that has baby birding experience here, I'd love to see the other techniques people deploy for a baby birding. Funnels may be used. I'm not sure. I went straight mouth to mouth. Resuscitation style. What about a tube? <laughs> a tube's going to get clogged real bad, ain't it? That's going to get real <laughs> nasty real quick. Does, does doing it with alcohol Like a toilet count? roll. Just, just like, you know, like the cover. Oh. Thing, just... just ra- and then it's like soggy <laughs> cardboard on the ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, gross. I don't know. I don't know if doing it with alcohol counts. That's an interesting choice. I think that's food. What, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that too. But that's I've food. also done that with with vitamin smoke. But because technically it's illegal in this country to say the other word. I have so many concerns. What what kind of social situations? Um, I was at a party. Yeah, you wouldn't. I was, you wouldn't yeah, I was at a party, and then we broke. We were having some vitamins, and then there was a girl there, and she's like, "I don't know how to remove that from the vitamin water device." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'll show you." And then I showed her, and she couldn't do it. So you just take it in, and then you get her to open her mouth, or or him if you're being a generous bro, and then you breathe it down into their mouth while they suck so then they're getting the they're getting the smoke into their lungs and they don't have to try to rip it from the vitamin bomb <laughs> the vitamin bomb yeah. you know around here you're not allowed we're not allowed to call them that we have water to pipes. call them vitamin water pipes. yeah yeah Get kicked out of stores if you ask. We call them water pipes too, officially, I guess. But I mean, I've never seen a Gatorade bottle with a piece of garden hose and thought, look at that water pipe. (laughs) I mean, technically, Mm. it is one, but yeah, I've never seen a bong and said, hey, look at that water pipe. I'm really, I'm really learning a lot today. This has been a very educational podcast. I think we should switch the podcast into the the educational categories on all of our... I really agree. I think there's a big part of what we do here that could be like 
the one of us doesn't understand something or two of us don't understand something. And then one of us who does explains it in the best of their ability to the other person or people. Like, I, I'd be very down for that kind of action. I'll change one of the tags to educational right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to really upset some people. Get a, get a whole new audience. I think we would. I think I think we do teach. These are all teaching moments. Exactly. Talking about teaching moments, maybe we should move on to find out what some of our proud students have sent in for us to read about their experiences. Yeah, so for anyone who is just now tuning in uh, to episode <laughs> this one, Every week we ask our viewers a question um, and we give them ways to send in their answers, either via Discord, email at beardybunchpod at gmail.com, um, Facebook, Instagram now. And uh, this past week's question was, what's the unique online shopping experience you've had where the results were not what you expected? We got a few results. I um, I can go first if you guys like, or I can let you take the reins, Billy. Sure, I've got uh, two in our email inbox. The first is from... As they've titled themselves, some random girl named Kay. Well, not so random, I know one of you. Two, the silly, smooth, beady bunch. Meep! Hello from South Texas, where the average temperature is 98 degrees. That's so hot in Celsius! Boiling! <laughs> it's almost boiling. But the tacos are amazing! Okay, so I bought this bag sealer off Amazon, which sucks. It was my favorite TV show. Veep says, it's like using a croissant as a dildo. It doesn't do the job and it makes a fucking mess. Lol. It's way too hot to seal anything and it made a hole in everything. So yeah, I kept it. I was too lazy to return it. So now it's just in my drawer. This thing looks wonderful. It's you never know. It might come in handy someday. Yeah. Yeah, it could weapon of self-defense. Yeah. Maybe you'll be stuck in a, a saw-type situation where you're stuck in a room made of vacuum-sealed bags and you've got to burn your way out somehow. That's exactly right. Here's another point. Maybe instead of spitting it into your boyfriend's mouth, you could spit into a bag and seal with your with your ultra-hot sealer. Therefore, baby birding's yeah. a thing of the past. Now it's baby bagging. Wait. Baddie, baggy birding. Baby bagging. Yeah, sure. Sure, dad. <laughs> Baby bagging. Listen, I'm not... Shut up. That sounds like a considerably less appropriate version of teabagging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and teabagging is already barely appropriate. Yeah. 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 What's inappropriate about teabagging, Joe? Let's explore this. Let's let's what's what what in your eye? I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm, doing I'm that not a fan of tea. I just don't like. <laughs> oh the tea. yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything see, else, I'm good with. But I'm not a fan of tea. If Joe was around in 1776, he would have been throwing tea into the Boston Harbor just because he doesn't like tea. He wouldn't have known anything about like King George or anything. He would be just like, get this tea <laughs> out of here. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks a barrel over and this, he. Someone's like, yeah, for the revolution. He's like, the what? <laughs> what if that's, like, what if that's like, how it started? The no tea revolution. <laughs> Maybe that's how it started. Like the guy that started it didn't even know what he was doing. He was just like, fuck tea. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah. Hey, Eric, throw the tea in. A bunch of drunk bunch of drunk freedom fighters were like fuck yeah the tea get him where it hurts that guy knows what he's doing <laughs> and it's just like i just i just said my told my wife i didn't want tea anymore i love king george 
<laughs> that would be my luck. In my pa- past life, I probably did start a revolution or two. Inadvertently. Yeah. Never yeah. intentionally, just inadvertently. I know you're quite tall, Joe. Uh, but I reckon you would have made a great Napoleon. I just reckon Napoleon with Joe's personality would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, so good. Who's next? Just Who's call next? Me, just call me Tall Napoleon. <laughs> just call me Tall Napoleon. <laughs> Jay Chili, the Glizzy King, Tall Napoleon. Yeah, just in like quotation marks after. Man. You you need to make a business card that has all of your alternate names on it, and it's just like a really long business card, and it's just like Jay Chili, Joe Chilson, Joe Jism, Tall Napoleon. So who's next? All right, coming up next on the uh, podcast questions of the week with answers, got one from Ratzel over in my Discord. He says. I ordered a Tinkerbell Nendroid from a hobby site. When I got it, the wings on the figure were broken along with the torso. I emailed the site I ordered it from, and they said they couldn't help me. Then I took a shot in the dark and emailed GoodSmile, the company that actually makes Nendroids, with my problem, and they asked what my address was and sent me a replacement part without me having to say much of anything. Never had customer service go that far above and beyond ever, especially for a customer that ordered one of their products on a third-party website. 10 out of 10 will recommend a shop from GoodSmile from now on nice okay yeah. that's awesome that's like that's like a bad bad result gone right yeah, that's I a great this was gonna result. be all negative yeah how dare you have a positive experience god ratzel <laughs> come on come on god damn it <laughs> i thought it was nice ratzel i, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy we it. want negative things we want you to rage against the machine. <laughs> we don't want you to make us feel good about society. Well, that's what the next two oh, are okay, for. Perfect. We want to kick, kick at the at the nipping dog of the capitalism. Shins. Yeah, I want a reason to throw tea into the harbor. Yeah, revolution! Viva la resistance! I don't want us to throw tea. I just, though. I really, I just like really don't like tea. I like. I just really don't like tea. That's the only reason. I reckon I could convert you onto tea, Joe. I reckon I could. Have you only ever had, like, bagged tea? No, I've only ever had, like, bottled tea. Oh, that doesn't even count! That's not even tea! Yeah, that doesn't... Oh, Joe. Like, some delicious iced tea. No, Some delicious green tea. There's a reason why they call it iced tea. Because it's not real tea, baby. Oh, I thought it was just because it was cold. I mean, that is why it is. Well, yeah, that too. But it's also, it's not the same thing. (laughs) A, A tea is, like, it's got to be hot. It, it 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 can have milk or not, but black or green for me, it has to be hot. Green tea, no milk, obviously. Some black teas you can get. You, I, I prefer my tea with milk when I'm just drinking a normal black tea. But then you can get a blend. One of my favorite blends is a green and black tea combination from a store called T Two, which is over here in Australia. I don't know if you guys have it, and it does a. They do a thing called Singaporean breakfast. And it is fucking aces. That's so good. I would love you to send me some of that because I don't think we have that story here. You got it. I agree that genuine tea is hot and not, you know, the kind that we're used to. I do enjoy every so often the cold brewed teas that we've made popular here in the States. My favorite tea just in general is just a loose leaf green tea. That's just it's just so good. I do like a green tea. 
when I go um go to a Korean restaurant, one of my favorite things to get oh, is just to get there. a you just get a nice pot of green tea and you just sip on it through the meal. It's just so good. Just burn the fuck out of your fingers picking up the iron pot that has no proper place to hold it. To be fair, I also have a anxiety condition where I've picked at my fingers for like most of my life from when I was twelve yeah. or eleven to this present day. Um, and, uh, so I picked it, all my nerve endings so much that I barely have any feeling in my fingers anyway. So I can usually grab something oh, wow. really hot for like, a, and until it gets through the first two layers of skin in terms of heat, I don't feel it. So I can pick up something that's really hot, move it somewhere and then put it down. And then I can, if, but it, if I pick it up and hold it, I'll start to feel it hot on my bones sort of thing, like a deeper layer of flesh. Then I'm like, oh, I should put this down. Interesting. Yeah. That's like a superpower. Yeah. yeah. The worst superpower ever. Like, oh, I can grab hot things for very small amounts of time. The rest of us can't grab hot things at all. <laughs> yeah, but it also means that I'll touch something that I'm like, ah, that I can't tell if something's boiling hot or not straight away. So I'll be like, yeah, but this tea's good to drink. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Because my mouth is fine. It's just my fingers. I don't have messed up nerve endings in my fingies, but I, I have made a habit over the years of doing a lot of cooking of like when I can't quickly grab tongs mm-hmm. or something. Like I've flipped bacon with my hands before. Yeah. I've done I've grabbed stuff out of the oven before with my bare hands. And now it just doesn't bother me as quickly. Yeah. But I'll usually have when I pull a tray out of the oven, I'll grab a tea towel. And I'll just single layer the yeah. tea towel just underneath it. It's usually enough for me to be able to go look without burning myself. But then I'll get like blisters on my fingers sometimes because I've touched something really hot. And I'm like, oh, that was really hot. Oh, sorry, Billy. <laughs> it happens. I did this to myself. I feel like we need to get Billy like protective gloves. <laughs> Probably. So he's not just out there burning his hands. <laughs> Billy, have you have you ever worked in like restaurants before? Uh, I've I've done busing and serving, and but oh, okay. even that was like for a short period of time. When I was a bartender, we had if just in case we like cut ourselves on a glass or something, we had what I always like to call finger condoms. Yes. They were just yeah, the yeah. little finger <laughs> rubber gloves. <laughs> you just get a bunch of those. I genuinely think I need them. Like, I think that'd actually be kind of handy because it would prevent me from picking at my fingies. Like, I'll do it. Su- I'll do it subconsciously. Sometimes I'll do it when I stream. Like, I'll just sit there and like I'll just scratch at it with like my thumbnail or something. So I'm constantly trimming my nails, so I can't do it. But then I'll start to use tools, like I'm some sort of chimp. Like I'll be like scratching away at it. You should add an Amazon wish list to your stream. And maybe just add a whole a bunch, bunch of gloves. There and I'll, I'll, just, send you, I'll send you some gloves, baby. I need to just wear black leather gloves <laughs> oh. everywhere, like I'm the Boston Strangler or something. Just be like, just be like <laughs> hey. Bold of you to assume I have leather gloves. Yeah, well, who does have leather gloves? You're getting, you're getting knitted, like, <laughs> crappy winter also... gloves, like $3 <laughs> gloves from the yeah. store. <laughs> see, this is how... This is how misguided I am as a human. I was like, I need to buy gloves so I don't pick up my fingers anymore. And so I bought myself a pair of fingerless gloves. I was like, they don't have fingers? And I was just like, they just looked cooler? And I was like, I've got to get the fingerless ones. Completely defeating the purpose of buying the gloves. 
Yeah, but they're Mission stylish. Failed successfully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a they're slave stylish. to style. I'm a slave to style. There was there was a period where I thought fingerless gloves were stylish, <laughs> and I'd wear them in the winter. I'd be like, these are doing nothing for keeping my hands warm. <laughs> but look how cool you look, Joe. We've seen you on the stoop. Exactly. That was like me and my wrists <laughs> like year round, every yeah. day. I bet they kept your arms from being sweaty, though. Just my wrists. My arms still sweat. Yeah. When I was in high school, I had a fake... I had a fake chain. Like it was like a fake white gold chain with diamantes in it. And it was not cool. It was not cool enough. Did you win it from a claw machine? I didn't game? win it from a claw. I bought it. I don't think I bought it. Maybe I bought it on the internet. It was very early on. I think I would have been like 14. So that was like 2001. So very early on in the online shopping chunk of time. But especially here in Australia. So I can't remember where I got it. I, here's here's an interesting shopping story that my dad tells me that we had an ad over here that was for a shampoo called Decoray. I'm not sure if you guys had Decoray over there, but they used the Gene Chandler song Duke of Earl, and it was like deck 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 Decoray de de Decoray. Yeah. So I was apparently so obsessed with that when I was a kid that I don't think I had a tantrum, but I think I was just like not settling down until I heard that song. So my dad went out one day and spent eight hours going to different music shops, trying to find a CD single or a CD that contained Duke of Earl. Oh, probably was a cassette tape actually, because I would have been very young. So yeah, probably a cassette of Duke of Earl. And it took him eight hours to do so. What a trooper. My God. What a trooper. Your dad must've really loved yeah, you. Yeah. That's a good egg. We love that. Oh, my dad would have been like, "Will you just shut the fuck up?" <laughs> like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, you got it, Dad. Joe, do we have a story from your Discord? I do, I do. I have a response from Starborn Striker in my Discord, who stated, "Everyone raved to us about Wayfair. It's so great. It's so awesome. It's so cheap." So we ordered an outdoor fountain from their outdoor fountain area, and when it arrived, it had a book inside saying it was for indoor use only. So we called and we're like, what the fuck? Why is this in the outdoor section? So they gave us our money back. We used the fountain indoors for like three months and then it started leaking everywhere. We've never ordered from Wayfair again. Oh, that's the sort of salt we're looking for, people. <laughs> yeah, we love the salt. Especially as you got to keep it and a refund. Woo! Yeah. Wee. And still salty, but I mean, obviously I'd be salty too if I if I had an indoor fountain that was prone for leaking. Yeah. That's... Design flaw. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to defend Wayfair. I think it was in the outdoor section because it's a way of bringing the outdoors indoors. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very clever, Joe. I'm on board with you. In case you never want to go outdoors, but you want to experience what it's like to be outdoors. Jay Chilly, always thinking. <laughs> on the no. My next uh, answer I've got is from our great friend, fan of the show. And my ethereal child, Sloth Siren, who says, here's a recent one. I ordered a metal bird feeder off Amazon that is shaped like a cat. When it arrived, I pulled it out of the box, and there was also a three-inch long USB-C cable with it. This thing has no lights, electronics, or anything whatsoever. Just straight-up crappy metal. Mystery bonus gifts! Exclamation <laughs> mark. That's so good. That is definitely results not expected, you know? Yeah. And it's a USB-C cable, three inches or not. Did they say where they ordered it from? Amazon. Yeah, it's so weird. 
I, I like to believe that somebody at Amazon was just sitting there, they were packaging it up, and you're like, you know what? This this individual <laughs> might might be in a place in their life where they need a USB C cord and they can't afford it. They can't afford a, a USB C cord. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. can't afford it. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw this in as a little bundle. We're gonna throw it in there. We're not gonna tell anybody, we're just gonna throw it in the box. Nobody has to know. Except for us. <laughs> I've um I've got a little USB-C story of my own right now that I I need to get it off my chest. So I bought a, a bunch of new peripherals, peripherals lately, bought a new keyboard, bought a new mouse, bought a new headset, all Razer, right? And this is where it, this is where it bothers me because mouse, micro USB, headset, micro USB, keyboard, USB-C. Why? Why do that? Why do that, Razor? Like you weird motherfuckers. Like just just coming in like everything. I could just have one cord sitting here that I could plug into almost all my peripherals to charge them. But instead of that, I have to have the USB C just plugged into my PC ready to go for when my keyboard needs charging. It's very annoying. They're trying to keep you on your toes. Yeah, that's exactly right. They want me to look like an idiot. This is an opportunity. Everyone from Razor who's definitely listening to this podcast, help us out. Make it right. How, how are they going to make it right? I have applied to be a Razor affiliate. I have, have applied. applied we uh, should, I have also yeah. applied to be a Razor affiliate because Corsair shot me down. Corsair shot me down too. Uh, and I have so much Corsair I stuff. I had a lot of Corsair <laughs> stuff too. And then they shot me down. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Brand I'm Lord never giving you a cent. Bitches. Um, I also have a USB-C Amazon related story, which to, to this day remains one of the funniest things I've seen on Amazon. I was in the kitchenware section during a sale day because I wanted to replace some pots and pans and I came across this cast iron skillet, which looked really good. And you know how Amazon has this section where you can ask, like people can ask questions about the product and people who own it can answer it. So, um, one of the questions was, does it have USB-C? On this cast iron frying pan. And the only response was one guy who was like, ma'am, this is a frying pan. And I think that's just one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen. When I read it, it was like 2 a.m. I was at work and I was just like, this is fucking hilarious. Ma'am, this is a frying pan. It doesn't need USB-C. Here, here's my real question about that frying pan. Can it double as a drying pan? Yeah, of course. Mm. I'm invested then. Thanks, Brock. Um, <laughs> I have uh, Billy. We have oh, one sorry. from Wait. our dear friend Trixie, who says, "Hello, this is one of my unique online shopping experiences. One time, I was shopping on Wish. I didn't expect the greatest stuff because, you know, it's Wish. I ordered one of those backpacks that you can put your cat in, and they have a viewing bubble, a giant cat tree, and a couple of cat scratch posts." I finally got my packages, but it was full of boxes. It was a boxes, but it was boxes full of random stuff and not the cat backpack. They sent me rainbow flip-flop slippers, a comfy pair of sweatpants, a Captain America zipper hoodie. Hilariously, they also sent me a bunch of baby clothes, toys, pacifiers, etc., and clothes definitely too small for me. I contacted customer support and they ended up letting me keep the stuff and sent me the backpack. Within the week, unfortunately, one of my co-workers' houses burnt down and she just had a baby. Fortunately, I had loads of baby stuff and done a semi-decent 
clothes I could give her all because Wish gave me other people's orders. Thanks for being great, <laughs> Trixie. Thanks, Trixie. That's oh. a great story. That had a nice little happy ending at the end as well. It did. It did. That's lovely. We love a good happy ending. Who doesn't? I think I would rather the, the accidental package than the, the original one, because that sounded like it had more more value than the original yeah. package. Yeah, and you can restock your pacifier collection. Yeah, exactly. You always need pacifiers. I definitely have. I've got a whole closet full of pacifiers. Different colors, some glow in the dark, some vibrate. When I was young, I called them binkies. Is that is that a... A thing other people we, did. Um, I called them ninnies when I was okay. a, like a baby and learning to talk. But over here, we call them dummies. We don't call okay. them pacifiers. That's a uniquely American thing. We call them dummies. So if there's like a particularly large one, would you say that dummy's thick? I guess you would <laughs> say that's dummy's thick. Oh. Uh, if he did before, he's going to my bad jokes. That, that was... That, it was good. It was good. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I've got one more uh, coming from <laughs> over here from from my good friend Kyle, who says, I kind of have one. Recently, my work had to order just a fuck ton of new laptops. We got them all in, and we were unboxing them, and each one came with a pen that doubles with a stylus, and the cap was a damn USB drive. Ooh. That sounds weirdly innovative but also like super unnecessary yeah but i kind of like that i like that vibe that sounds kind of cool but is it like is it just like a regular ink pen that's kind of i kind of want more content it would have to be a stylus right have to be a stylus well you think that but kyle is i don't always say this but kyle is smart enough (laughs) i laugh saying that kyle is smart enough to know the difference between an ink pen and a ink, ink pen and a stylus um so i don't know that's interesting. Maybe it has one of those tips that like doubles as a stylus. It's got like the material and the tips are made out of it when the pen's no longer poking oh, out where you can use it as a stylus. It. And it's got that sort of action. But I love the idea of it being a USB drive though that you can plug in. That's cool. But how much storage do you think that has? Like, Or is it in a weird way recharging the pen somehow? Maybe that's it. Rechargeable ink. It's the way of the future. Rechargeable ink. (laughs) You're writing with electricity. Isn't that just a stylus? (laughs) No, Joe. You should know because your writing is electric. Which brings us to our sponsor for today's show. Joe Chilson's From Dust to Dawn book collection uh, brings the Beauty Bunch to you today and every week. Go check it out on Amazon.com. Billy, why don't you uh, flip open to a random page and give us just a sentence or two? Catherine, on the other hand, learned from the best. She knew better than to believe their misguided notions, often relying on nothing more than a gut feeling. Page 20, paragraph 2 of From Dust to Dawn. <laughs> Pick up your copy to find out what happens or what yeah. we were talking about. <laughs> it's great. It's great. My new favorite thing is making you do accents on your streams because I know you're going to whip out my book and start reading from it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I'm like, sweet. Oh, that's such a good oh, idea. I need publicity. to bring book up here. Yeah, it's great. I, and I love doing ads for it too. It's not my favorite thing. I love doing ads. 
not only do I get entertainment, but I get free publicity. Yeah, I'm all about doing the publicity for Joe. I think I may have the only copy that was manufactured in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, which is an honor. There's some, there's somebody in France that left me a review on Amazon. And I wish I knew who my French reader is, if it's anybody that we know. But somebody from France left me a very positive review on From Dust to Dawn on Amazon. And that makes me very happy. I'm going to have to put a review in myself. I love reviewing things. I'm yeah. a Google, I'm like a Google local guide. Oh my God, I am too. I posted, uh, when I went and visited my sister out in Portland, I posted a lot of photos from the restaurants we went to, like some, some of like the Japanese restaurants and stuff. And I have like 50,000 plus hits on all of those photos. It's really cool. And like Google's invited me to be a local guide for Portland. And I'm like, I don't live there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they were like, you can be one for Tennessee. And I was like, the only review I've got in Tennessee is a Taco Bell that I made at 2 a.m. Where I was like, this place fucking blows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got a couple. I've got one or two where I'm like, this is shit. But then I've got other ones. Where I'm like, this is great. Which reminds me, if you two ever come to Australia, especially Newcastle, Australia, I'll be taking you to the Falcon for some authentic American cuisine. How offended would you be if we, one of us came to Australia and then like, A, either never informed you or just like didn't make an effort to come to Newcastle? I'd be fucking livid, cunt. Right. Like proper livid. I'd be like, how can you come to my country? And where you'd have to land with almost without exception 90 minutes away. It would be more inconvenient for you not to tell me because I'd come and pick you up from the airport. You bastards. I want to go to Australia. No, I w- I'm not <laughs> saying that I would do that to you. Don't get too heated over this hypothetical situation now, Billy. Because... uh Chances are I'd be too excited for the potential of seeing you to not tell you. Billy, I, know, I would Joseph. never do that to you. I know. I but know. I would show up in like... Joke's on you. He already I would has. show up in like this giant, like, like imagine the suit that they wear, like the beekeepers wear. Keep the bees <laughs> off them. That's what I would show up. Like I would come off the, the, the airplane and I'd be like waddling. That's how big the suit would be to make sure that no spiders got me. <laughs> You're just in a vintage diving suit, the one with the big metal helmet. Do you know the thing that excites me the most? Is I think that if you came out here, Joe, your fear of bugs would become significantly less. I guarantee it. Because they're around enough and do nothing that you're like, oh, who cares? Either that or you would gain a new insight into the depth of my fear. Like, you would see me stop dead and, like, have, like just frozen in terror and you'd be like oh shit this is this is real i i told you that i was sitting here at my computer one night and then one of the daddy long legs descended from the roof in front of my face and then i, I just probably like, jump out of my I, chair and then i just gave him a little touch on the leg and then he ran straight back up to the roof like you would probably so- see me like dive bomb off my chair like i'd be on stream and no one would know what would happen because <laughs> i would like dive bomb across the room <laughs> It'd be a recreation of the time that you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> Except I go gone. that way. There's nothing. There's nothing back there. I can't get away back there. I got to go that way. I guarantee that if you spent a month out here, 
by the end of the month, you'd be completely desensitized to a lot of like bugs and stuff because you just see them around and they're just there and then they fuck off because that's the way that's what bugs do. They're just like, ah, oh, this isn't for me. See ya. And then leave. <laughs> I, I want to believe you're right, but I, I, I have a fear. <laughs> I, I, not that I'd be willing to put money on it, but it's an interesting thought. Me and Billy are just passing money <laughs> to each other in the back. Whatever. Like Joe reacts to something and one of us hands the other a dollar. <laughs> there you go. You got that one. Slugs are out. On you. Let's try if we put a shell on it and make it a snail. How Joe is. <laughs> I don't mind slugs. Slugs are okay. They're kind of cute. They're especially cute after you pour salt on them. Oh, you oh son of God. a bitch. <laughs> oh, poor slugs. <laughs> they're really cute when they're like writhing around. <laughs> Oh, Oh, horror fiction right there. I'm going to have everyone know I'm not laughing at the thought of Joe melting a slug, making it explode and suck all the moisture out of its salt. I'm laughing at you. No one saw this, but the impression of Joe writhing around like a slug, which made me giggle so hard. I do not endorse the murder of any creature. No, they'll be fine. They're just going to take a little nap. <laughs> no. no, they're not, they're, Joe. They're going to have a delicious salty meal and then they're going to take a nap. I, I swear. Oh. Well, here's a, this is an interesting question, I think, for our viewers for next week. Which is, what's your biggest fear? Because we've we spoken about fears a little bit on when our podcast they asked us about our our biggest fears and i think it'll be interesting to hear what some of the community finds as their biggest fears like joe's got his bugs and spiders and things and i think it'll be really interesting to hear what other people find spooky or what other people are afraid of and for for our streamer friends don't be afraid i promise i'm not going to take notes and queue up blurps and sound <laughs> of all your deepest fear i promise i swear i'm i would never do that i'm i'm too respectful streamer friends if joe is not telling the truth i have his address and can distribute it anytime. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna dox joe <laughs> well it's only to our streamer friends i would also say that I doxed myself yeah, in our chat so the other day. I was really I was close. Like, I was like, <laughs> I forgot to blur the right. Like, I totally marked out the wrong thing. Yeah, for everyone, Dad bought some uh, some Skyward Sword Joy Cons, and we were like, and sent us like the this postage notification for it, and he blacked out the price after talking about how expensive they were last week, and we we're like, okay, so Dad's paid an absorbent amount of money. No, and, I got them for normal retail. And then we're like, okay, Joe and I were joking about it. And I looked at the thing, I was like, it must have been expensive because his address is not redacted, but the price is. So I was like, he must have paid like 300 bucks for these. And he's just no. like really ashamed about it. I got him for I got him for 70 bucks. And then I was like, <laughs> in my haste. I redacted the price because, like, you know, at the end of the day, people don't need to know how much I spend on things. And, yeah. and then I forgot that my address was right yeah. there. And I almost put it in my Discord, too. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have doxed myself to, like, various people who I will not name who would 
absolutely sign me up for mailers that I don't. Yeah, want. that that's not good. That's not good. I've, I've got that's some the bad only news. reason. <laughs> John, John's... You're gonna start receiving Hustler magazine for the next sixteen. No, months. no, he signed you up to to Glizian Bun magazine. Yeah. Oh my god, the Oscar Mayer <laughs> mailer. You're gonna you're gonna receive a monthly hot dog flavor. It's gonna be a wonderful oh. time. I swear. Oh. Hot dog flavor. Hot dog flavor. This month, this month is peppermint. Like testing flavors. Oh, Oh, okay. So like fillings. Oh, Joe, I've never, I've never felt worse in my life than thinking of a peppermint flavored hot dog. Oh God, it's like beef. Well, it's it's a regular hot dog, but the peppermint's inside. It's like a filling. Oh. Oh, so it's like those it's like those like it's cheese filled like, cheese like bratwurst. They've got I'm like just the, imagine, uh, I'm just imagining it's a it's a glizzy, but they've got those peppermint flavored crystals you get in chocolate that have mint flavor. It's like just a little rock of sugary peppermint flavor, and it's through the hot dog, so you're eating it, and then you're like ah, ah. I thought you were gonna say it's just a hot dog with a candy cane <laughs> stacked into it. Oh that'd no, that'd be really good. Like, He's on to put- me. I'm actually the one that runs the hot dog flavor of the month. <laughs> oh, I, that would make sense. Yeah, I was wondering why it came from Oscar underscore Meyer. <laughs> That's Joe's name. He's Oscar Meyer. He's just changed it for streaming purposes. Oh, add that to the business yeah. card. Oscar the, Meyer. Before long, the business card's going to be like a CBS receipt. <laughs> It's just a resume. Yeah. It's just a. Like, I'm just gonna like, unroll laminated. It, like, there it is. Joe's got one of those pop up banner things. He just <laughs> pulls it up, and it's just got all his names. <laughs> You've got someone like uh, the assistants from Monty Python's Holy Grail who acts yes. as the horses. Yes. And you've got some guy just opens a scroll, and he's like Joe Chinson, Oscar Maya, mm. Joe Chisholm. <laughs> three hours later (laughs) oh that's so good uh guys i have a i have a little side question for the two of you because this is a segment that we kind of have brought in before let go and i feel like we can bring it in just as we're jiving with stuff but uh this week i've actually really been enjoying um I went back to K-pop this Ooh. week. It, it, like sometimes I go off it and come back onto it. So I'm actually, and Billy will love this. I'm on a twice binge right now, and I'm actually listening to "Taste of Love" that EP that came out oh. recently. I guess that wasn't that was this year. That right? was yeah. a couple of months ago. I have the the physical edition sitting right over there. I have been listening to this EP like on repeat. It's non-stop. a great album been jiving hard with it what about the two of you have you guys been jiving hard with any music or media last last week or so i've been playing and it played this on stream and i really enjoyed it but black sad under the skin which is a noirish detective game where you play as a anthropomorphic cat which jay chili hates yeah it's terrifying and it's really cool uh it's very well voice acted it's got great Pace, great styling can be a little weird at times in terms of trying to find the right clues and stuff but yeah so far i really love it it, it looked like a fantastic game like graphically it looked really nice i just couldn't wrap my hand around how unsettling the, the cat the cat people in the game were like all the other animals were fine the bison was cool he was just like a minotaur that was cool but the main character looks like if you if you took batman's mask and that was just your face 
That's what that <laughs> character looked like. He was just Batman, but that was his face. He had like this leather face. And it's yeah. like a leather full body. In fact, it was really unsettling. To be fair, I can see that. I can see where Joe was coming from. The cats have very human-like expressions on their face. Like their their noses are a bit more human. And I think they're sort of designed to look that way. So they so you feel a bit more towards them than you do a lot of the other a lot of the other characters. Yeah. Joe, what have you been vibing with? So one thing, and I, I discovered it on we did an indie night stream a couple nights ago. Um, and I played it once on stream. I've been playing it more off stream, but it's a game called Omori, O-M-O-R-I. It's kind of a, an Earthbound-esque game, but with a lot of horror elements. And okay. it's it's really good. That's really good. I've, I've seen, I watched somebody uh, who doesn't stream much anymore play through it. Uh, and it seemed like a really cool game. A really, really cool game. It's got incredibly high ratings i don't know if you guys have seen that it's got a 10 out of 10 on steam it's got a 4.9 audience rating pc gamer gave it an 80 percent, but i think that's actually its lowest one it's like a 98 percent like to this yeah. game sort of it's really cool i get the impression that the story has some underlying meaning but i haven't gotten deep enough into it yet to unveil that aspect of it yeah interesting well there you go guys that is uh some music and two games for you all to look into. I, I'm going to try and bring us back every few weeks. It might not be every week because I know like we might be doing the same stuff yeah. every week. But I, th- I think I enjoy I enjoy sharing stuff with other people like instead of just dropping random Spotify links and chats like I yeah. tend to do. <laughs> but it's good. I always like to share stuff we're, we're into as well. It makes me feel like we're sharing a little bit of ourselves with our community. But I think that brings us to our streamer of the week talking about things we're vibing with dad do you have a streamer of the week for us absolutely gentlemen i do have a streamer of the week that i've been vibing with super hard and that is my great friend someone who sent in quite a few answers to our podcast questions the one the only ratzel figaro uh ratzel has been a good friend of mine for years and is currently well on his way to affiliate um we're looking at about judging from his last message to me 34 followers so we're, we're more than halfway there and i'm really hoping we can get a, a good push to get him out there because he is such an entertaining guy just so welcoming and kind to everybody who pops in and he plays some of the coolest games some of the stuff that some stuff that i've never played before and really niche niche games but he makes them easily accessible and can explain stuff to people who don't understand what's going on that's awesome that's the best kind of streamer isn't it and Ratzel. I honestly haven't had a chance to catch one of Ratzel's streams just yet, but I'm looking forward to, and you know, we're all about helping people find their fit footing on Twitch and getting themselves to that point where they can start making a little bit of money out of it. So hopefully that doesn't take long at all for our good friend Ratzel. So once again, we have reached that, that point, the point in our, our little, our little adventure here where we're going to have to bid you adieu. And that makes us very sad, but it's got to be done. It's got to be done. But we we appreciate we appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much for for offering up some of the time in your day to listen to to just some some weirdos on the internet for an hour to an hour and a half of your life each week. We really appreciate that. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. And 
you know, before before I let you go, because, of course, I have to get one last word in, as always, I'm going to give you all some some unwarranted advice, but I'm deeming it warranted. And this week's is very simple. It is communicate. It's a simple word with extremely powerful meaning. No matter who you're talking to, your best friend, your significant other, your parents, communicate. You will not ever make any strides forward if you cannot learn to communicate with the people who are closest to you. I learned that lesson very late in life, and it's improved a lot of things. But, you know, there's a lot of things I could have prevented by communicating earlier on in my life. So that is my wisdom I impart to you all this week is just communicate. Great advice there, Dan. And good night, everyone. Good night, guys. Have a fantastic week, everybody. I have to be a much more hard.